y'all already know what time it is. It's time for y'all to get real sexy. Grab your girl. It's Love Jones coming up each and every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. with my girl, Shy Will. It's real talk, conversations, slow jams, and R&B. So once again, grab your girl. Time to cuddle. Get real sexy with the Love Jones Show each and every Wednesday, 9 p.m. to 11 with my girl, Shy Will. Y'all already know. So you know, in the world that we live in today, People, I mean, it's been like that for a long time. I just feel like it depends on what you believe in. If you and this other person have the same beliefs, does a ring actually make a statement? Yes and no, depending on how you feel about it. Because I've known people who aren't officially married, but they've been together for so long and they made it work and they're still together. So it all depends on what it is that you believe and what is it that you want. How do you feel about that, Elaine? Look at her doing her 360 girl. Ain't Look, nobody you, mad at you. Look, you know it's, <laughs> it's the life that we live. Look, um, well, you know, it's for me, I'm going to just be 100% honest with you. You know if you call on me, you're going to get that side um, that only I can give um, from my perspective. So I believe that... Um, the, the ring thing is very important because, um, you know, it's, it, it's the bond. Mm -hmm. Um, it's the symbol of the bond, um, that you and that significant other are connected. It's a mutual understanding mm -hmm. and commitment that you guys have mm -hmm. with one another. Um, and it's just a symbol mm -hmm. of it. And some people don't do the ring thing. Some people do the tattoos, but the point of it, <laughs> the point, cause we did that. Um, but the point of it is the symbol, um, or the reflection, the example to people that this is the connection that you and I share with one another. Um, if we're talking about the power of the ring itself, um, mm. yeah, you know. Um, but if we're just talking about getting down to the meat of the relationship, um, then I think those things are to be established from the very, very beginning. And I think that's what happens with relationships um, or what some people may consider to be relationships um, that are not really relationships because things have not been established from the very beginning. And then we kind of just go with the flow of things, um, which a lot of these, what you call it, millennials like to <laughs> to do, you know, go with the flow, live, be free, do all this here, right. my independence. And, you know, um, but I'm from the day of, you know, um, mommy and daddy and grandma and grandpa. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, that's what we grew up seeing, um, our parents together that's in the home. Right. Um, and so quite naturally, even though mama never set us down and said, hey, um, you know, you this is what you need to do to find a husband. Uh, it was always known to us that you must be married because that's what, you know, the system of life and the cycle of family mm. is. Um, the cycle of family is to um, groom our daughters and groom our sons to be um, amazing mothers and great fathers. Right. Um, so that, you know, we can continue to build the generation into great entrepreneurs and um, artists and all these different things. But when we get so far removed from the foundation of family, and what that is, then we have to have these kind of conversations. Mm -hmm. What you think? 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, you know what? That's a great statement. I just feel like, uh, I mean, I like the tattoos. I think that's different. You mm-hmm. know, I, I, you don't hear too much of it. You hear of it every now and then. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it all depends on what are you guys believes as mm-hmm. one another being mm-hmm. together. Like, um, because we all know a few couples that haven't been married, but they've been together for like, what, 15 plus years? But what are they doing? What are they doing? Like, what is the ultimate goal for that relationship? Well. Because most women want to be married. Right. Well, by law, if something happened, you ain't got no saying in anything. So that's. You know, and what happens is, um, you know, why are they, are they not married after a certain amount of time? What is the conversations they're having? Are they having those conversations? Or is the woman just going along to get along because she's Ooh, glad to good, have a that's man? That's a good way of looking at it. And she's justified, you know, not being married for whatever it is, you know, He's doing, she's justified and said, you know, because a lot of women justify and say, well, you know, I don't want to be married right now. I ain't, you know, I, and that's because they done been hurt before in the past. True. And now they're in this relationship and they've decided that, you know, hey, he ain't in no rush. I ain't in no rush. So you set no standards and you just go through saying to yourself, hey, you know what? If he hurt me, I've been there before already. So, you know, I'm just, you know, see what happens and, you know, never even think that, you know, what I'm gonna say to him I really want a date to get married um that's the reason that I'm dating you know I've been hurt before in the past and I really don't want to waste my time with you know whatever years I have left you know as a woman we only have a certain amount of time to have babies certain (laughs) amount of time to do this you understand what I'm saying before that body start doing what it do and so, you know, quite naturally, we need to put ourselves in a position to, um, you know, be able to set those standards in the very, very beginning. Um, and so um, when you are having a conversation about the ring, it's a conversation that you know and he knows y'all are going to have eventually. Exactly. And I'm sure it comes up. You, you know, know so it, it doesn't I believe, catch him off guard. Yeah, but think about it. You know, I knew I knew two people who were together for a long time. The guy passed away, and then guess what? She has no saying in anything mm. and been with him all this time. Mm-hmm. You mm. have no saying. So guess what? The family took over of course. and did everything, of you course. know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what y'all, yeah. what y'all was waiting for? I know somebody else. I know a friend whose friend it happened to. Um, her boyfriend died. They were living together and lived together for years. Everybody know her. The family know her. You know, she'd been around for a while and all this kind of stuff. And when he passed away, um, you know, he, he and her shared an apartment together. And when he passed away, child, that family knocked on her door, on her apartment door where he and her lived after the funeral, honey. And they wanted to come in there and collect all his stuff. And her and the man was no living respect. together. Yeah. They, uh, their place. Her yeah, but that place. that goes to tell you how they really felt about you. Because if they really respect you mm-hmm. for whoever, whatever you was to him, they would have never did that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the problem with us, you know, a lot of times. It's not to say that, you know, as women, when we get in these relationships, because a, a lot of times, you know, let's talk about our attitudes <laughs> and why men won't marry us. 
Let's talk about that. But before we talk about that, a lot of times in these relationships, not to say that we won't be humble, um, but a lot of us ain't humble. And not to say that we won't let the man lead, but a lot of us won't let men lead. Okay. We be so independent and we be so this and so that, you know. I mean, hey. Is that you? Well, uh, I know you have, you already have a marriage and everything, but I kind of get that from you. Not And, you know, don't take it like it's bad. <laughs> you take that, you think, you feel like I have a strong, like an alpha female personality? In some ways, yes. And I do. And um, so does he. And so a lot of times um, throughout the years, um, when you are in a relationship, a lot of times you don't find out how to be with a person or in a relationship until you've actually having to experience it. And then now you have to make a choice. Am I willing to work through these kinks? Right. Cause I like him that much these and I want to be with him. Kinks. Right. So now we got to look at, are we going to through this process? Are we going to deflect and say, Hey, you, 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 and this is why I, 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 do you, 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 you do this to me, 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 you do that, you don't listen, you don't do this, you do that, and this is why I give you this, this is why I'm like this, this is why you make me mad, this is why, you know, so we can do that, or we can say, All right, I made a conscious decision to be in this relationships, and the goods outweigh the bads. So let me dig deeper. And see, what is he really saying about me that he's on the outside looking in that maybe I can't see? Because, you know, one of the most common things I hear people say all the time is, girl, that's just how I am. Girl, I be like that because, yeah, girl, but that's you, just how I am, But you am, see girl. how selfish that is? Because that's, 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 not, that's not even putting a thought into it. And honestly, I mean, I've been single for some time and... I am kind of like, uh, you know, not so much of the fact that I want to wear the pants. It's just, it's just how I am, and I don't know you if it got been alone for so long that it's going to be and, hard. But for now, you to adjust right, to and, having somebody and tell now you what it's to do. so structured in yeah. there. Now, before I was able to just be like, okay, mm-hmm. but now it's different. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten older, mm-hmm. so um, for me, I'm, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have some issues. I'm, and a lot of women are because, for one, um, you know, if you're up in age, meaning uh, 35 or older, and you know you've been living a dependent life or independent life for a certain amount of time, maybe you're a business owner, maybe you are a a woman on the grind who's about her business, when you are in those type of mentalities, you're really not focused on how to be a woman in a relationship. (laughs) No, You know, you probably think every now and then, dang, I'm horny. Or you might think every now and then, you know what, I could use a man in those wee hours. Oh, and then no, and then it goes away real quick. Yeah, it goes away quick because you be like, you know what? Mm -mm." Because you think, look around at your space and you look around at, you know, how you move and it's like, I got this to do tomorrow, that. You know what? Hey, get by the way, no time for a man anyway. You know, no time. Girl, I'm not willing to put in that work right now. I've put in some thought because, you know, I do, you know, of course, everyone's like, oh, well, why are you not with somebody? Oh, you so this, you so that, you got the job, you got that. Why you not? And then I would hear someone would say, well, maybe because she picking i'm like wait a minute hold up now like so i'm supposed to just accept everything that comes my way like i have no saying in this whatsoever first of all you know if i'm gonna be with someone it has to be the next relationship i'm in is gonna be with someone that i think that i'm going to marry like we're not having fun no more i've already done that but see here's the thing 
you can't find someone that you think you're going to marry unless when you first meet that person, you set the standards from the very beginning, meaning from the first date. The conversation looks like, oh yeah, hey, I'm not dating. I'm dating. I'm dating to get married. Right. Is that what you're looking for? Right. And then it doesn't go past that point. No. Unless his answer is yes. Right. So then you don't waste your time. You no. understand what I'm saying? I, I yeah. That's, that's how mm. it needs to be. It needs to be from date one, you know, set the tone. Because then if you are sitting across from another man or sitting across from a man who, as a woman, when you say to him, um, you know, I'm, I'm dating to get married, you know, that's going to require him to have some thought into that. Now he gonna think a few things, but the first thing is he gonna be like, oh she shot out or you know I Damn know I that. haven't heard that expression in so Yeah, long. like she shot out. <laughs> like he gonna be like, oh okay, boo, I'm glad you telling me up front because that's not what I'm, I'm doing in his mind. Right. That's what he's thinking. Uh two, he's thinking, dang, okay, she being up front, she's serious. Um so she you know what I'm saying she's on that. Or he's thinking, wow, okay haven't met a woman like that yet, you know. Right, and sometimes if you bring the idea to them, they probably never even thought that. And you might be not so saying persuading them, but they, they're they actually putting some thought into it because they maybe never had a woman that said that to them either. And I'm not that bold, man. I, I don't, don't think that'll cause a man to think because most men w- are used to not entertaining the conversation about marriage, and it's almost scary, and especially on a first date. That's why I don't know. You know, listen, I you you already have an idea. Not saying love at first sight, but just by the conversations, you know, like, because, of course, we're going to be conversating before we get to that first real date. Because, you know, I ain't wasting no more time. Like, I'm tired of that. Like, right. that's just like a waste of time. Like, we can have some conversations, then we can go on a date. But, um... So, here's the thing. It's like, so, because you are a woman who's decided that you want to date a man who's serious about a long-term relationship and possibly marriage, here's the thing. It's like, with the day-to-day time going by, you getting older, or we as women getting older, you know, what does that look like for us as women? Does it look like... That especially especially black women, does it look like a whole bunch of single black women, a whole bunch of um, women dating each other? Because I'm finding that's what's starting to happen, too, where a lot of women are shying away from finding husbands and they're dating conveniently dating women. Girl, my mama is not going for that. Okay, Listen, I'm old school. (laughs) I am not doing that to my mama, okay? I'm I'm old school. I've had that conversation with her before. You know, I I, I was just talking. Uh And she's like, no. She she didn't think about it. And my mama is the nicest lady in the world. No, I'm not coming. Don't ask me. And my mom never say no to nothing. And, you know, anything that has anything She's to do with it. She's old get... school and she knows yeah, that. Yeah, girl. She knows that you can't carry on the family name with a woman. <laughs> That's what your mother knows. Listen, I, 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 I'm, I'm not against it. But for me personally, that wouldn't work. Right. No, I'm just being. No, I know. I'm just I know. Being I know because you know, I've I'm known. I've known women that have done that because anything. they feel like there's nothing. You know, they haven't met the right man or, you know, men is this, men are that, and I'm going to go the other route. I've heard women say that. And that's that. why I said it. 
because that's what's happening. And, you know, it's hard for, I'm going to just be, I'm not going to say I'm being on the side of men, but it is hard for our men. Because when I sit back and I look at the mindset of a lot of women, Mm -hmm. we want so much. We require so much. Mm -hmm. And then the energy of, of, of the women now are so masculine. Yes. They're I so agree. Aggressive, so you know, strong-headed, and just mm-hmm. you know, ah, 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 ah. so it's like, what is a man? What what a man gonna do with you? Yeah, and I think that's what's scary for a lot of men because now women are so independent, and I don't mean just their attitude. I mean really independent. You know, they have their own things. They're coming to the table with it, bringing forth. So it's like a man now has to match her or, you know, they don't want to feel beneath her. But I feel like that's what it is. And, you know, I've met men, you know, in the last, what, couple of months or whatever, and I could tell, like, they not trying to do it for a relationship. It's just trying to get in and get get dessert and that's it. Like you can tell because they too thirsty, first of all. Mm. You know. Girl. You know, it's <laughs> just, it, there has to be an order of things. And the order was set in, in place in the very beginning, of, mm-hmm. in the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. God said order. And what happened is we've gotten so far from that to now we have to have conversations about what we can do, when we're, what to do to get a man, and what we should do to keep a man. Should we be okay with um, not getting a ring? Um, should we settle? You know, it's like all these things that we're so lost now trying to figure out how to be in a relationship. But the problem is, is that we haven't been taught how to love from the very beginning. And I believe that this is where, you know, the issue lies between both men and women. We haven't really, truly been taught how to love. And um, we've only loved the way we know how. And we've only been loved the way our parents knew how to love us. Right. You know, nobody gave a love class. Nah, it's no pamphlet on that. No, you see what I'm saying? So um, then when we get this deep into a point to where these things matter to our future, to our generation, and especially to our hearts, because one thing about being heart sick, being heart sick can turn your whole world upside down. Have you ever been heartbroken before? Yeah, we've been there. I've been there. And, you know, when I was in my last relationship, my biggest fear wasn't the breakup. It was starting all over again. Oh, man. And that's what caused a lot of people to stay in toxic relationships. Yeah. And I think that was one of my main reasons why I stayed. And I dearly loved him. But I've learned so much. Like, I, as much as that relationship did not work out... I'm kind of grateful for it because I would I had changed so much in that relationship just because I started to focus on me. What is it that I want? What am I not going to expect? And then just this character of a man, you know, like right. I won't end up with someone like this again. I won't be in a relationship like this again because now, you know, I, I, I could see it. I, I sense it. You know, so I've learned so much. And it was just things that I was like, and I think that was my main reason why I stayed was Mm -hmm. because starting all over again, 
was a it's, it, it was a fear that I right. had. Right. And mm-hmm. I know there's nothing wrong with me because even after a couple of years, I did meet this guy that I really really liked, but we just it just wasn't gonna work out because it was long distance, and I've done that already, mm-hmm. and that's not something I had wanted to do again. Right. You know, mm-hmm. but what I've learned from that is that. There's nothing clearly wrong with me because, you know, as soon as I broke, me and him broke up, everybody had everything in the book to say. I'm like, well, damn, I was with him for all these years. Y'all ain't never said this. Mm-hmm. I guess that goes back to saying, like, if you're happy, I'm going to be happy for you because you my friend or you my cousin. Or I'm going to talk about you behind your back. <laughs> One or the other. Like, she's so So, dumb. yeah, now everybody's girl, telling me say how nothing, they... girl, if you say something, it's going to be a problem. Girl, don't <laughs> say nothing to people about they man. Yeah. Everything. I don't want to make her mad, so right, I'm just girl, be quiet. No. Let her see for uh-uh. herself, girl. Mm-mm. Everything let, came let out the woodwork. <laughs> let her be a little dummy. <laughs> Everything came out the woodwork. I'm like, well, damn, y'all didn't tell me this. I'm like, wow. So I guess I did make the right choice. But, you know, like I said, when it was towards the end, I already knew. And I was just like, you know, I, I this has to end. Because right. if I'm not going to marry him, I need to stop. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, like I said, mm-hmm. I knew there there's nothing wrong with me. Because, you know, people are so quick to, like, hook you up. And I'm like, damn, it, it, give me some time. Right. Let, right. Me, let me heal. That's what's wrong with y'all. Some of y'all be jumping from relationship to a relationship. Then you want to, every dude you meet, you bring it home to your mama to meet. And I've known women like that before in the past. Yeah, because what happens is something on the inside is broken. Yes. And what happens is when something on the inside is broken, you constantly feel that and you want something to feel that. Mm-hmm. You hear that? Mm-hmm. You constantly feel that, and you want something to yes, feel girl. that voice. So Ooh, you know, you know, girl, you understand. I so do. We constantly are looking for a person or something to feel complete. When in actuality, um, you'll never really feel complete unless you do take that time to heal. And that's um, what I did. Yeah, and that's necessary. And what we have to learn about the healing process is that we cannot heal our ourselves that God is the great healer of us because mm-hmm. he is the creator of us mm-hmm. and so when something is broken in us we must understand that it is only him who can truly fix it you know we can do temporary fixes or what we think are things that can make our mind think about something else or work out or girl I like to cook or girl I like to clean but when the house is clean and the dinner is done uh-huh. and you've eaten and you've worked out now you're tired and you gotta take a bath and, and that moment you actually have to lay down and rest is when you can feel that reality sink in and those thoughts begin to um, rotate in your mind. <clears throat> it's, it's the thing we need to know is that um, in order to come to a true healing is where we have to look to God. Um, and so that's very important to emphasize in our healing process and in we our do. choosing process <laughs> when we choosing. But see, that's the thing. And, and, you know, people, they have types. There is a type. You know, um, I knew a guy friend. All the girls was his type. Mm. You so that means you're dating the same people all the time, which could be um I don't think that's something healthy. Ah uh, well, I mean types would be a physical 
thing, which means that, you know, when you have a preference of how the person actually looks, um, that you're drawn more to a person who physically looks this way um, doesn't necessarily mean that um, those physical bodies are made of the same characteristics, um, you know, or share in the same personalities. So there could be many different things about us. um, But, yeah, you want to... It's just like you want to have a standard. You do kind of want to have a type of what you choose and what you pick. But even if your what you actually end up with was not your type, that should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a type. You know, somebody would be like, a girl would be like, oh, girl, look at this dude. What you think? And then all of a sudden... The whole reason why she's she's trying to be slick, like, oh, you know, I was thinking of hooking you up. I'm like, no, he he doesn't do anything for me. Please don't do that. You know, don't hook me up. That's not nice. Don't hook me up. Well, when you say he doesn't do anything for you, you mean physically, right? When you look at him physically. Yeah, I'm just I'm like that. that like you showing me a picture of a man doesn't do anything for me. That's not gonna work. I need to hear what's coming out that mouth. But so then, if that's the case, then. What you're looking for could possibly, you might want to reevaluate what you're looking for, could possibly be a little bit on the shadow side. And a lot of times, I don't mean to hit you What? There. I don't mean to hit you there with it, sis. But seriously. She did, At though. the point that we began to look at a person and then instantly say they don't do anything for us, we've never had a conversation with them. That's we don't what know I mean. what their mind is. We no. don't know, you know, oh, so you already talked to them. No, I didn't, but yeah. you showing me pictures because I have people do that. They oh, because you know you have that one single friend that been single a long time. Mm-hmm. You know people always be like, "Well, girl, what you think about?" Yeah. Oh, you know, let's do the dating side. Right? I'm like, no, we're not doing the dating right. side. Correct. No, That's not stay away. <laughs> no, no dating sites. That's danger, girl. Like, like they tell danger. me, okay, girl. Talking <laughs> about well, what about ChristianMingle.com? I'm like, you need to stop, girl. Bye bye. <laughs> You later, child, boo-boo. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's I'm going to just... need y'all to holler at me later. <laughs> Christian Single Mingle. What's the name of it? I don't even want to practice knowing the right name. I know it exists, though. You know, it's funny. Some people say they met on that. I've heard. Um... And it's worked for them, and it's just not working for me. I, I'm an old school kind of girl when it comes to just certain things. I'm still in the old times. Right. I prefer she just the old times. <laughs> you know, let me meet you when nobody's with me. You know, like, you know, that's why I tell people, take the time to go out by yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. don't, you know, going out with a group of friends, you know, right. it's nice and everything, but it's okay. Like, I want to meet them when I'm by myself. I'm right. on my own time. Correct. While you on Shy's favorite time. Oh, there you go. You know, and then somebody <laughs> slide up on you. Like, hey, what's that in your plate? Something, (laughs) girl. I don't know. It just, it just be too much. It's a, it's a lot of work that I'm not trying to do right now. I get it. I do. But, you know, that's just something you have to think about. And so many women like you have to think about, you know, what do you really want for the future of you when it looks like a relation when it looks like you in a relationship and not saying that you have to rush into that but it is something that you probably want to um just kind of consider you know because time does what it does and there's no way to intercept it 
So as we keep moving and stuff, we just kind of got to be like, okay, you know what? Have Do we accept? Because I, I had this question, and I'm going to revisit this on my show. But I had this question, do we just accept and say, hey, you know what? Hey, I guess I'll be alone for the rest of my life. Well, I've said that before because... Um, it's funny because even my little niece, she's six years old. She's like, Auntie, you don't want a boyfriend? I'm like, no, baby. What about a husband? A husband, me, I was like, baby, it's okay. Well, I hope you find a husband. I said, baby, <laughs> marriage ain't for everybody. Why? Why? And I'm like, that baby that, don't understand. Okay. That, <laughs> that baby don't understand. And I'm just that. like, baby, everything is fine. Auntie is happy. And she know it's not because she, she knows she <laughs> wants you to get a man. I know, girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Auntie, what's going on? Where is your man, Auntie? You okay, know what? Yeah. I'm like, that means them grown folks been talking probably in front of her. Okay, See, clearly, <laughs> honey, vivid. Okay, the mirror. They've been talking. Baby. I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh. You know, she like, she like <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> and like, even my like, gr- even my gonna get yeah, mm-hmm. and even my grandma talking about she gonna pray for her husband. I say, grandma, don't do that. She get a trip out of that. Like, Why would you tell her not to do that? Why? <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> Why would you tell your grandma not to pray for you to get a man? That's the best way. Because clearly you ain't walking in the right doors. <laughs> Girl, you better let grandma loose and let her get get ready, get down on her knees and get that done. Knock on heaven's doors. Girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> when we leave here, you get grandma on the line be like, Grams, I changed my mind. <laughs> Remember you said you was going to pray about my husband? You know, Grandma going to shock you, though. She going to be like, baby, I've been praying. She probably still doing it. I've been praying. I never stopped, baby. When you told me no, I knew that I had to pray hard. You might be right. She probably still is. Girl, them grandmas know. She probably is. Mm. I won't be surprised if she is, you Mm. know. And it's just. It's just too much work, baby girl. It's just too much work. We're going to take an R&B set, you guys. We'll definitely be right back. This is the Love Jones Show right here on ExcitementRadio.com. Yeah. I To Shy Will, Love Jones, Excitement Radio.
Hey Campbell here. You are now tuned in to the Love Jones Show with the beautiful Shy Will at excitementradio.com. Mind. Spend my life with you. I wanna please you. And- 
Make sure you check out the Love Jones every Wednesday, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone with Shy Will. She's going to be playing those sexy R&B joints. So tune in to Love Jones every Wednesday right here on ExcitementRadio.com. Ah, that's right. You tune in to the Love Jones show. Every Wednesday right here is Shy Will. I have Elaine the Poet. Yes, I'm in the bitty. Okay, we are doing it. We are talking about should a relationship have labels when there is no ring? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Should a relationship have labels when there is no ring? Honestly, all relationships have labels, if you really <laughs> want to think about it. <laughs> Um, you know, there's only really one relationship where the ring can bond you, um, as we know through the history, which would be the marriage relationship. 
But um, there's labels on all relationships. So to that, if it's a trick question, I'm going to have to say, um, of course, there can be relationships with no ring. Now, when you talk about love and intimate relationships, to be specific, um, I would have to say that if there is no future in that relationship from the very beginning um, and that's not what you want, if you're dating with the purpose of being married, being a wife, or being a husband, then you should not put yourself in a relationship with someone who doesn't have those same goals. Mm. And that's how I feel about that. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can agree with that. Like, you know, everybody has their own um, way of thinking of what, you know, what a relationship should be and what labels it carries. Like, how long are you supposed to be a girlfriend for? Like, nobody really knows. How long should you be with someone before they marry you? I'll- so here's here's that when you say how long should you be a girlfriend for. That's actually a really good question. Um, but you're going to be a girlfriend as long as you choose. <laughs> um, or as long as you are in a situation and he walks away from it. Um, but you'll be a girlfriend for as long as you want to be a girlfriend. Um, and, and I'll say this again from the very beginning. The way you carry yourself, the way you move, the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you live your life shows that you move like a wife. You Ooh. move like somebody who is to be wifed, um, right. something to cherish and to bring home for yourself every single night. I can't even imagine her being in another place and I'm being somewhere else because this woman is to be desired, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so <clears throat> that goes back to you. How long are you going to be a girlfriend? Well, I mean, I'm not going to stick around, you know. And the thing, the the trick thing about that is far as giving him the wifely experience, I feel like is where some of us go wrong, mm-hmm. especially when he's just our boyfriend. Don't do the wifely things. Okay, that's very good. And I think, so what I Vice versa too with men. Right. But when I say that, not to be misinterpreted, you don't treat him like he's your husband. Right. I said, as a woman, you move like a wife, meaning the woman to be desired, meaning the way you dress, the way you carry yourself, the way you talk. When you speak to him, he understands that you are a woman of a certain standard, and he can't even approach you a certain way until he has you um, for himself. You understand? You've set a certain standard with your energy. You've set a a certain uh, way that a person, when you walk in the room, when you walk in the room, a man just like... He questions whether he should speak to you a certain way because you're so your aura is so regal. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? It's like, um, you know, and and it's a spiritual thing too mm-hmm. because a woman who has that type of energy, that type of light on her, that type of attraction on her to a man who's seeking a wife, because there's a difference when um, two women walk in the room and one of them. You know, you can tell um, moves a certain way, and one of them is just kind of different. 
You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, and um, she's not the one who's thirsty. Mm. You can't see lust in her eyes when you see her. You see something else. You know, when you look at her. So it's just different. Um, so when I say that, you know, um, you, you move like a wife, it's a mindset. Not an actual thing like cooking his food because he your boyfriend, ironing his clothes and <laughs> dropping, going, taking his clothes to the cleaners and having his back and bailing him out. Mm. Uh, you know, or <laughs> you know, or paying for dinner. I got it this time, boo. Uh, we share the tab 50-50. No, I ain't talking about that. I'm not talking about, you know, when you over his house, he take out the garbage today, you take it out tomorrow. Or when you go over there after you cook, you wash dishes because you like to show him that, you know, this the type of girl you are or you wash his clothes. and No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the mindset of a woman who, when she speaks to a man, he feels her strength. He feels that, dang, she might push me a little harder. Dang, she might make me... You know, I would love to buy a home with her one day. Right. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, dang, she's so on point with this thing that it's like uh, she's an asset. I would need her on my team for, like, ever. Right, because I've had a guy tell me this before. He was like, oh, you don't never cook for me. I'm like, in my mind, how do I answer that without sounding like a B-I-T-C-H? Mm-mm, not the I-H. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, um, in my mind, I'm like, well, he don't make me feel like that's where we are. Like, am I supposed to feel like that with him? Or am I supposed to offer that? Well. Like, I don't know. It's a mindset. So it's not even something that somebody's going to make you feel like. It's something you've already made up in your mind as to what you're wanting and what your spirit needs um, to be your husband. And like I say, it's the way you carry yourself. Um, a man, a woman who carries herself like a wife when a man is dating her is not going to ask her, you know, man, you don't ever cook for me and stuff like that, um, you know, because their relationship is kind of different. You see what I'm saying? Their relationship is not lackadaisical that way, if that makes sense. Um, so basically you're saying that's not how he seen me as. He don't see me like that right, way. Right, correct. He don't see, no, he doesn't because he's made a statement before. Uh, that's exactly what it I, I didn't take it personal, <laughs> but, you know, I don't know how to take things pers- personal anymore. Um he was like, he feel like that he that I'm not going to care for him, mm-hmm. like he needs to be cared mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. So I didn't I didn't react on it. I appreciate him telling how telling mm-hmm. me how he felt, mm-hmm. but I didn't answer on that because I really wanted to think about what did he mean by he that. He mean you selfish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said you looking for a mammy. <laughs> he, he, he mean you selfish, and the way you move in the relationship mostly is about you. And that most of the but stuff I'm, concerning the relationship, you care about how you feel, what it make you do, how it make you feel. And he feel like, mm she ain't going to care for me. But I'm not selfish. The thing is that you didn't lay out the carpet either for me. So I'm tiptoeing around your ass. And I guess, you know, I'm going to give you the energy that you're giving me in so and many that's words. Why he, that's why. And that's the problem with a lot but of women. But that's okay. He, you looking for, we looking for men to give us a certain type of energy. And whatever know, energy, girl. whatever and whatever energy 
we're looking for men to give us a certain type of energy, and whatever energy they give us, that's the energy we're going to give them back. Well, I feel like, too, when a man likes you, he's going to go the extra mile, too. And, I, I, you know, and there's things that I say to let you know I'm really digging you. Like, I give you the signs. I throw the signs at you. The way I speak, the thing, because, you know, there was a time before I, there was this guy that I was seeing way back and we both did like each other but the thing is that um i guess i never told him how i felt and then i ran into him years later and find out that he was married and i was just like mm-hmm. what just happened mm-hmm. you know so from that moment what i've learned is that you should tell people how you feel if that's the one that you want because he was telling me how much he cared for me i guess he had to let that out so he mm-hmm. can move on too mm-hmm. and to hear what he said i was like well damn i, I never said nothing because I just never did. I never really put any thought to it. And I think that's where a lot of times we mess up in the beginning of a relationship because we move. We go into something with someone we don't know, and feelings are the main concern, how we feel. And I think that what is the problem is that we're not actually making intelligent decisions um, when dating. And this is why we get to a point to where we have to spill all these emotions and feelings. Because when you and a person have an intelligent connection from the very beginning, mm-hmm. these conversations are natural conversations that yes. you automatically have. But it's because a lot of times we get in these entanglements or these, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Jada, um, we get in these entanglements and all these different things with people, and we're not being honest. We're not being open, and we're not being real, but we have all these expectations. And then we want to be like, oh, I felt like this, and, you know, I just feel like this, and I feel like that. But it's like you don't, you, you're so emotionally, or we are so emotionally unintelligent, we don't even know when emotions should be activated and when they should not. When choosing a partner. This is something that you have to make an intelligent decision about. Right, right. And when you are talking to these people and having these conversations and you are bypassing all these little signs that you see from the very beginning, it's almost like an interview process, but not really. But when you're having these conversations, it's a person say something that kind of lets you know where their mentality is from the very beginning. You understand what I'm saying? People show you who you are. You believe who they are. You believe them. But we are so desperate to try to either change something or see what it's going to be when we already know right here in front of us. But, oh, we rather give it a chance. Um, You know, it's all these things that we do. And then we get to a point where it's like later on we're looking back like, well, dang, you know, I should have did this then and I should have did that. But these are the learning moments and these are the teaching moments yes um but it's so important for us to learn ourselves yes first before we try to put ourselves with another person or we'll break up or we'll spend that relationship a lot of it trying to learn each other and ourselves at the same time and that most times is chaos it never works out 
Because a lot of times you find this about yourself. Like, you know what? I don't like the way he bite his toenails. Or, I don't like, <laughs> ooh, it get on my nerves. You, you know, know what? Like, yeah. And what I, he, I, I, yeah. he need hair in the tub. I hate that. You know, Ugh. it's just like all these different things that intelligently we could have made these decisions before we got our feelings to a certain point and now we just in something because we was in it and but that's what i'm talking about starting all over again learning these these traits about the, this new person you know but that's not my biggest fear i that was a fear of mine before but it's not a big fear anymore because i feel like you know, the person I am today is who I'm going to be in a relationship. Like, I'm not going to change, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to be myself completely and as we should. Well, I mean, I understand that perspective. However, I don't agree with it. Which part? Um, Just I'm not going to change because what about you is a lot of times the reason why we be single. <laughs> things we need to change about ourselves. And but, we be so stubborn to see that and be like, you know what? I'm just going to close up in my place. I'm just going to grind. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make my money. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do all that. And I'm just going to be me and Well, be when I say but, change, I mean mm-hmm. more like my beliefs on how I feel about certain things. But if there's things that I need to adjust, of course there are. I would make the adjustment. You because- have to because you have to see as a human being you can't be perfected. It's the constant thing that we have to do is work on ourselves. And as we age, we really got to work on ourselves because we realize we are stuck with so many ways that have grown with us that we have become so embedded in us. It's hard to change them. Mm -hmm. So it takes harder work for Mm -hmm. us Mm -hmm. to, to come up out of those ways, which is why it's so easy for you to say, you know, hey, there's a possibility that your mind even fathom, I might end up being being single forever and so many women <laughs> so many women visit that thought they visit that uh, thought because know why it's so hard to do the work because it's hard to see what's wrong with me that I need to fix that's one of the hardest things to do is to be like what's wrong with me because the first time somebody tell you something about yourself that they can see we're offended about yeah. it you know and then don't let a man come in trying to be like baby you you well boo little baby you do like this and you do like that and we like hold up now nigga hold up <laughs> wait a no, minute brother <laughs> brother king okay i don't know what rock you crawl from under baby but i pay the rent here oh, you know we'll go ham quick on them we oh don't play God. no games like them girls say period. Like on period, what they be saying? On period. Yeah, girl. I, you know what? We we shouldn't even be saying that. I know. Yeah. It's so embarrassing. We got to get permission. Like, um, that's why I always say, like them young people say, because I'm so embarrassed to say it. Like I say it, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But you know, it's funny because people been saying period since the olden days. Yes. And I so hate that they feel like they brought that back. Girl. Because when I heard that it was a new thing a few years ago, I thought to myself, that ain't new. That's not new. I say, oh, they saying that again now? Because it ain't never been new. No. It's been around for so long, this stuff that, you know, these be saying. Girl, okay, child. They've been saying it. So now we get to say it again. But we just got to give them credit for it. Like, period. Okay. It's nothing new. I <laughs> know. That's right. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. so funny you say that because <clears throat> I thought the same thing. I'm like, 
Wait a minute. I remember them saying that a long time ago. <laughs> so it's okay if I said it. Right. It's for your time anyway. Correct. We've been saying that. Girl, we 80s babies. Yeah, we've been saying that. That's nothing new for us. I don't know why y'all acting like it's all brand new. Ain't right. nothing brand new over here or hmm. whatever. You know what I'm saying? So what we going to do, we going to play a song and then we going to be back. We going to um play some Love Jones questionnaire. Don't forget to tell them about Oh, not show. at all. Oh, yes. Not at all, baby girl. <laughs> do you want to talk about it right now? Real quick, y'all. Thank you so much, Shy. I just got a plug. You guys know I'm Elena the Poet. And if you guys don't follow me, please follow me on Instagram at Elena the Poet. That's E-L-A-I-N-A, the poet, one word. Y'all, I got a big show coming up on April the 16th. That's next Saturday. That's Easter Saturday. And I am bringing the jazz to the Broward Center Performing Arts. That's going to be on April 16th. Um, so you guys can go to my website ElenaThePoet.com Look it up. Get your tickets. I'm going to be back. I'm going to plug it again. You won't forget. <laughs> I like that. Oh, damn it. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> you hear me? Oh, I turned down my head for sets. My bad. No, definitely. So what we're going to do, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about that some more. And we're going to just play this song right quick, you guys, and we'll be right back. Love, Jones. Yes.
It's Don Prince, and you are now listening to The Love Jones Show on Excitement Radio. Shawel, what's up, babe? Damn, that's the jam. What? Okay, that is a jam jam. So, what we're gonna do is play Love Jones questionnaire. Since it's just you and I, I guess we can ask each other questions. Yes. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> this one is uh, always good. I'm, I'm gonna answer show. it the best that I can. So, I guess I'll pick up the first question. Damn. Somebody must have did that. Okay, let's see. Oh. Okay, what fear do you think holds you back the most? That's so interesting. What fear? Okay, so what fear do I think holds me back the most? most? Mm Mm-hmm. The fear that holds me back the most would be the fear of failing. Mm-hmm. Um, holds me back. Um, now, when you when I say holds me back, I would say that it's um, a fear that is dormant somewhere, but it's really small. Um, I think, um, you know, I would have to say it's really small. And I know it's not fair to answer it with so many parts, but mm-hmm. you know I'm a poet. It's okay, so girl. So I have several parts. So it's really small because my faith is so big that as a Christian, I, you know, I'm not supposed to have any fears. Right. Um, God is supposed to um, trump all of those fears and my belief in him is supposed to allow me to fear not mm-hmm. because of my trust in him. And that's what I'd have to say to that. Okay. I like that. I like that. Okay, so I guess you can pick one Also, oh, it's my turn to ask you a question now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's see what you got to say. Oh, Lord. Here we go. Okay, if you could evict a person or pain from your heart, who or what would it be? Mm. If you could evict a person or pain from your heart, who or what would it be? Um, well, there's no person that I want to evict because those people are already gone. You know, those toxic people that have these clouds that follow them wherever they go. I just couldn't deal with that. You know, dealing with those type of people that always give you a different personality every day. I just, Mm. I just cannot commit to that anymore. Um, always be the same. And if there is a thing... Um, I don't, there's really not a thing, but this pain I got right now here in my stomach is something I would like to evict right now right. this moment. <laughs> right. But there is, and because like I said, I've gotten rid of those people. Like I just don't mm-hmm. have them around mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, the right. opportunists or it's just because, oh, you're this and, and you know, I can benefit from you with this, but you're not even trying to put in the work. You're not even... You know, telling somebody, hey, I have my friend who does a show. You like R&B music or, you know what I'm saying? Like, promote your friend like it was your business, too. Because mm-hmm. you you're going to want to reap the benefits from it 
at the same time. But so you why know, not you put can't the expect people to do that now. But I know, I learned that from this thing. We can't expect. We can't? Mm-mm, we should not. We shouldn't because anytime we take a take on this type of journey and you decide to say that, you know, this is the journey that I'm going to take up, this is what I'm going to do, you got to be prepared to do it alone. Yes. You got to be prepared. And that was something I've learned through mm-hmm, the years, mm-hmm. not in the beginning of time, but yes, within the years mm-hmm, you learn mm-hmm. that. People will come. And the right people will come in position. That's right. And so that's what the thing is. It's like a lot of times when you're doing this, it's not that you evicting people. It's like the way they move, they evict themselves from your life. <laughs> and you see it. And you, and you just don't reach back because you're like, oh, okay, um, you know, that. Boy, I ain't want to be bothered with that anyway, you know, mm-hmm. because I see this is the journey I'm on. And guess what? We're not on the same path. No, we are not. You know, so, but when you take this road, I learned a long time ago, do not be offended because I go so many places and I do so much and I love it. And I can't expect people to be involved in everything I'm doing. Now, once I get me a whole entourage of yes. folks, you know, and that money long and we moving and, you know, then I, then what happens is I got I got people on the payroll that's responsible to be about me. Exactly. Just responsible to make sure I'm good, responsible to be there to show up for me that's for what right. I got going on to make sure I'm secure, I'm comfortable, I ate, I'm good, I'm this, it's being promoted, it's this, you know, that's what it comes with. But those things come in time. But right now we got to make up in our mind this the road we own. And whatever I pick up along the journey, Lord, thank you for the lessons you've taught me and helped me to learn along the way. Thank you for the folk who evicted themselves. Okay. And thank you <laughs> for for opening up the path so that the right people can be in position to meet me as I pass or travel through along the way. Exactly. And, you know, I like that statement. That's true. Because I've been, I'm like, you know, I need me a team. Mm-hmm. I want a team. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they just, we just haven't found each other yet. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're out there. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. And that's, and, and of course, especially what you and I do, we, we're going to need that team. Right. I believe in that. And, and that's what I'm looking for, you know, as I speak right now. Um, you know, it's, it, it, it is a lonely road sometimes. It's a little dark, but you know what? It's like, how bad do you want it? And then, too, then you, and when, you know, you say things like um, a little dark, that's, you know, that's a mindset because for you could easily see the light. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm traveling this road, and yeah, it's lonely, mm-hmm. but I see the light. That's right. That's why I'm still here. You see it, so it's like if yes. there, where there is light, there can be no darkness. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, it all already starts. It shit when you shift the mindset. I want to quote the scripture, but the scripture says, "Be ye renewed by the trans, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind." Which means that in order to make it in this life, we got to change the way we think about everything. Yes, where you thought there was darkness, you see light. Where you thought it was bad, there's good around the corner. You know, it's all in the way that we process and think about this thing. Mm. That's Elena the poet, y'all. Is there anyone or anything you want to evict from your life? Um, 
Honestly, I, it's like I said to you, I, what I've learned along the way, people been evicting themselves. I have yes. not had to tell people goodbye. <laughs> Girl, girl, people be telling me, me girl, that. people tell me goodbye <laughs> with the silence when I don't hear from them no more, and you know, um, and they stop coming around or stop calling or stop doing this, and you know, if I invite them somewhere and you know certain things, so it's like, and then after a while, you see, you know, they stop liking your stuff from IG or you know oh, little different things, girl. so then you like, oh, okay, but well, they gone. I've had that too. <laughs> oh, they done left. All of a sudden, such and such is following me. I'm yeah. like, wait a minute, I thought we was already following each other. I <laughs> so oh it's like oh okay so okay petty. Boom. okay people boom. are so petty uh, so, quick question do you stop following people just because y'all fall out or um, just something normally i don't stop following people but i will unfollow a person if i don't like their content that's fair enough. If I don't like what they're posting, if I feel like it's too shallow, it's too much foolishness for me, or, you know, it's just I don't want to see it, then, yeah, I'm going to unfollow you. Maybe I was following you at first because we connected, and then I didn't realize how you move on social media. So I was Girl, like, oh, okay. There's some of them right now. And I'm like, would you stop making them videos? You're looking like an idiot. That's why I just Like, get back them. to what you're doing. Because you know doing. what? I don't want to judge you. So it's better for me to unfollow you so I don't have to see you because the human mind naturally <laughs> forms an opinion about yes, people. An opinion can easily be considered judgment yeah. when we are not in the place to do that to others because we got something about us that a person might be like, mm -hmm. so at the end of the day, when I feel like it's going to compromise my mindset, my spirituality, yes. and I don't want to be a shallow person or even change my perspective on that person when we meet again, so that the exchange is still genuine. When we see each other, it's better for me to just unfollow. And then I don't have to worry about it. I don't got to judge you. I don't got to do nothing. Right, 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 right. I, I, I can agree with that because it just be a whole lot of foolishness. And I'm like, that's not even what you said you was out here doing. And I think sometimes people get a little desperate. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it be, but just stick to what you're saying that you do. Mm-hmm. You know? I know. But people are trying to get more followers. People are trying to get, you know, people to like them and what Yeah, they but do. have good content. Um. Well, you know, hey, what can you say? A lot of people put the content out there that they feel will draw attention. Um. But a lot of people... um are just doing what they see other people do. And that's how the majority of people are moving um, with social media. It's like, oh, you know, that's how they be doing it, so that's how I do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it like that. You know, we're not original at all, you know, these days. And I say we because, you know, I'm a part of the us that make up the world. And I'm not of the world, but I'm in it. So I still have to say we because I'm still um, learning along the way. I am still what is that of imperfection um, and still trying to evolve as a person every mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. I like that. Okay, let me choose one. That's good, though. Let's see. <laughs> what is the last thing you lied to your mother about? Ooh, <laughs> what is the last thing I lied to my mama about? 
I, I, you know what? I ain't gonna. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with y'all. Y'all, I ain't gonna lie. I'm not like a goody two shoes or nothing, but I don't be lying. <laughs> I honestly don't. I feel so weird when I lie. So it's hard for me to lie, and I don't lie to my mom because I'm very honest and open with her because she and I are friends. Nice. And so when we talk, I'm being honest with her. Um, really trying to, you know, um, yeah, I, I, I just very transparent with my mother. Mm-hmm. Very transparent. Um, same here. You know, like, I know there's times she'll be like, oh, did you do it? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I did. Next thing you know, as soon as I get off the phone, I'm about to go do it. Yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's considered <laughs> a lie. Because there ain't nothing cool by getting, you know, still getting yelled at your mom at these days of ages now. You know, that's a damn shame. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, I'm too old to be getting yelled at. That's got to stop. I mean, so for the most part, no, I don't. I don't lie to my mom about Mm -hmm. anything. If it's something I don't want to answer, I'd be like, oh, mom, I don't want to talk about it right now because Mm -hmm. I don't want to answer the question. Mm -hmm. So far as lying, same here. Mm -hmm. No. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, your turn. I think there's one left. One left. Let's see what the one say. What's something non-sexual that turned you on? Something non-sexual that turns me on. How can it be a turn on if it's non-sexual? Answer that. Um, Because when the turn on means that it stimulated me in some form that triggered my lust. That made me want to desire it, which is sexual. So <laughs> there could be things that turn you on that's non-sexual, though. I mean, I mean, the only thing I could, what I could, instead of the word turn on, I could say what excites me. There, what 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 I would say excites me that is just as appealing. Um, food. That's what I was going to say. Ooh, baby. And a man who likes to eat just like me, it works out. There's so many things that are so beautifully prepared visually when it comes to food. Yeah, it is. That, you know, I have said to myself on a bucket list that I'm going to travel certain places for the food. I like that. Um, so that food is serious. Yes, it is, girl. <laughs> so imagine how sad I was today. I didn't have an appetite. I was oh. not happy, girl. I was not happy Girl, sometimes I get an attitude when them little Burger King commercials and all that stuff come on because we know the food don't look like that for real. But girl. visually, it looks so good. Because mm-hmm, it ain't like, food that they showing us, you know? <laughs> so it's like, you know, when they fix these things up to look like this, they know that food is enticing, mm-hmm. you know, to us, the eye, and mm-hmm. seeing these things. It's like, dang, that look good. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm going to try that. I'm you try know, you can say it to yourself like, oof, yes. that's a, a quadruple burger? Okay, oh, my good. God, that sounds crazy. <laughs> that sounds like a heart attack. I'm going to try that. Who's a foodie with you and your family that you could do that with? Oh, boy. Mm, really? No one that we have that type of food relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, my dad was my 
food person who tried all these different things and the different snacks and weird fruits and yeah. you know weird tasting sauces and and he and I shared that in common because more than likely if his taste buds was okay with it, I probably was gonna like it too. Wow. Um, so that we did have, we shared that. You know, I lost my father. In 2018, so sorry, girl. Uh huh. So many things he and I bonded with, and food was one of them. Father, my daddy was overweight, mm-hmm. and um, you know I'm overweight, but I'm I'm a beat what they call them BBWs. Oh yes, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they and when I say that to men, they be like, "Oh, girl, you just thick. Girl, you thick." Girl, oh, I'll be like, I love fat. <laughs> nah. <laughs> you know how you have to say it real cute, put your cute girl voice on, nah. be like, hey, I love fat. <laughs> no. And then you like, girl, come on, girl. Girl, you, thick. you solid. Girl, you thick. You ain't fat, girl. But no, so, but my dad, and another thing common that we shared was music. Mm. Which is why I'm doing a, de- a special dedication to him at my show That's nice. on the 16th, which is going to be kind of like a little surprise I pull out the bag. Mm-hmm. It's going to be dope. <laughs> I like that. That's nice, though. Definitely. You know, we do have certain... I, I, I think for me, it's people's thoughts, too. You know, like it, it, their beliefs on... You know, certain topics and certain things could be something that could be, what would you would say, exciting that's non-sexual um, is people's thoughts. Especially the person that you're going to date. Mm-hmm. It's important to have the same beliefs, too. I don't know if it's exciting to me. I think it's interesting to know. And some things can can um, trigger my interest more than others. But when it comes to a person's, you know, beliefs and things like that, I just, you know... I'm interested to hear where they come from. And unless we're, it's a mutual belief, like we believe in the same things and we get to talking and that's that click mm-hmm. and we got that chemistry and mm-hmm. we could talk for hours, then that's good. That's but great. Your, yes. the difference of the difference of beliefs to me is always interesting because I'm a go hard Jesus fanatic. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, I'm always interested mm. in what somebody else has to say because for me, it's only one way. Yeah. You see? Yeah. So. I like that. That's definitely good. Hmm. That's a great way of putting it. So what we're going to do is play a little bit of some R&B, you guys. We'll definitely be right back. Keep it locked. This is the Love Joe Show right here on ExcitementRadio.com.
This is the Love Jones Show. The Love Jones Show. The Love Jones Show. Hosted by Shawil. That's right, every Wednesday night, right here on Excitement Radio. Hey, yo, yo. Let's see most cats. Hey, that's right. This is the Love Jones Show. You heard me. That's right. We've been talking about... Uh, do relationships have any label when there is no ring? We've also did Love Jones Questionnaire. This has been a great show. Um, also, I want to know your conclusion, and I want you to tell me about your event that you're having. Absolutely. And I just want to give a shout-out to Shy Will um, for rocking out every Wednesday. She is so Girl. loyal. Um, and it's such a blessing for people who are consistently listening to you um, and looking forward to just hearing your amazing radio voice. Um, so, but anyway, I am again Elena the Poet, and you guys can follow me on Instagram. That's E L A I N A the Poet, one word. And you could just Google me. I'm the only black Elena the Poet on this side um, of Google. And also, um, I have an event coming up. So you guys who love poetry or you're into jazz music and you're into poetry, um, this is a combination, but it's different because the way God gave it to me is different. It's a lane, my own lane, and I just want you guys to come out and experience it. I got some amazing artists on the bill. I got La Vie, um, who's an amazing local singer here from Miami. She's so amazing. I have Reese Wright, um, who's an R&B singer. I got Quick the Poet, who is actually the king of the South Florida poetry scene, and of a dynamic poet, um, Stephen Gaskins, is being hosted by Crystal Chanel, the mock MOC. I even got uh, Keenan the experience on saxophone and I don't know if you guys know DJ Fonzarelli but <clears throat> he's my keyboardist for this event and um, we even was able to get some amazing students from Dillard Performing Arts Center oh, to be a part of the show nice. and I got a student from Coral Springs High um, and they are so talented. When I tell y'all can sing and act the building down. Um, just so you know Shy, this this show is a tribute or an ode to Jill Scott. Mm. Um, so I have um, decided to pay tribute to her mm -hmm. um, because if I could say anybody inspires me um, through this work who sings and does poetry, it would be the amazing Jill. Um, so I've always loved her and what she does. And this is the way Elena the Poet does it. Um, so it's called Elena the Poet Brings the Jazz. And you guys can find that um, on, uh, you can Google ElenaThePoet.com and it'll come right up and it'll take you right to Ticketmaster. I think there's um, about 40 tickets left. So you guys get them, buy them up, be in the building. Um, we got all the VIP sold out uh, fast, thank God. But the the way the room is cut, there's really nowhere you can be in the room where you're not able to like really experience everything taking place on that stage. Um, so I really want you guys to come out. Um, again, that's April 16th. That's the Saturday, Easter Saturday at 7 p.m. It's going to be at the Broward Center Performing Arts in Fort Lauderdale. Y'all, we at the amazing Broward Center for the Performing Arts, y'all. A black girl poet at the Broward Center for the Performing Arts So y'all know y'all gotta come out and show me some love Again that show is Elena the Poet Brings the Jazz Come through y'all I like that 
Elaine the poet brings the jazz. How you came up with that? Uh, God gave it to me. I like that. Yeah. And then, so, um, what should we expect from this experience? A feeling. Mm -hmm. A feeling from the time you enter the room throughout the entire experience, and then the same feeling when you wake up in the morning. Mm -hmm. You're going to feel it again. It is something you will not, your spirit won't forget. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. I love music. Music actually saved my life as a teenager because I'm telling you, if it wasn't there, I don't know what would have happened. <clears throat> it plays a big role in my daily life mm -hmm. through my years and now and still and forever and forever. So I can always appreciate great music. Live music is the best part. The great Maya Angelou or the late great <clears throat> Maya Angelou says that people will forget the things that you say, but people will never forget how you make them feel. Mm -hmm. That's true. And that's how people are going to feel. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a feeling. Come get it. And that's the thing. It's like when people go out and it's like, oh, well, where the poetry at? Oh, well, where you doing poetry at? Where the poetry spots? April 16th, Broward Center Performing Arts. This is like no poetry that you've experienced here in South Florida. This is different. This is that feeling, feeling that you'll be going to the poetry spots looking for. <laughs> and I know you get them sometime when you go in there, but this is that feeling that you're really looking for. That's what you're going to get on the 16th. I like that. I'm looking forward to that, definitely. You, you know, you guys, you have to go check it out. Elaine the Poet Brings the Jazz. I love that title. Mm. I really do. And it's and it's great that you have people that's going to be a part of your lineup. Because, yes. you know, it's hard to get people to commit to anything mm -hmm. these days. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely a blessing. I'm looking forward to it. You guys, definitely come out. Come out and do something different. <clears throat> That's right. Stop going to the club and buying bottles. Experience something different. Come out and buy some tickets. Mm -hmm. Support a girl. That's right. A little black girl. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> so, please, tell me, uh, what is your conclusion for tonight's topic and anything else that we spoke about? Well, what I have to say about tonight's topic and how we'll close this out is um, life is a journey. It's an individual journey that we first must recognize. Um, it is that. And then once we recognize that it's a journey, an individual journey, then we must find out what is our purpose on this journey. What is it that we're supposed to be doing um, I feel like that we always should be considering the reason we're here and make that the most important thing over relationships, over business, over anything that you do. Because when that becomes your main focus in life, everything else falls into place. There is mm -hmm. no other work that you really need to do with things that are the way they're supposed to be when you're moving in purpose. So it's about 
recognizing, you know, and not just going through the motions of life, looking at what this person is doing, what that person is doing, what this person says, seeking advice all over the place, you know, on YouTube, listening to all these different theories and, you know, just kind of lost and finding, trying to find um, yourself. And I think that, um, you know, that starts with recognizing that life is an individual journey first. And so I think that's it's so important. And, and when you have prioritized the reason um, that you exist and are on this journey, when meeting a mate or when um, creating these relationships or coming into contact with different people in your life, you will be able to see who is for you and who is not. Um, so it's a spiritual thing along the way. Um, remember, discernment is a very powerful word and a very powerful thing to have and use throughout this life. Um, and I and I'm not gonna ramble on because I can do that. I am Elena the poet. But what I will say is, the most important thing when choosing a mate is discernment, and the only way you can tap into that is spiritually, and that's through God and through Christ. So recognize who is the creator. Recognize it's a journey. Recognize he made you for a reason. Find that reason. Begin to live life in that reason, and everything else will fall into place. Mm. I like that. That's very deep. That's that just my perspective. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's very deep. You know, I I, I like that. You know, um, today my mind is a little kind of like, oh, 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 that's how I'm feeling. But I'm like, you know, I'm going to come in here and do the damn thing. That's right. And you did it. I did, girl. I sure enough did. And um, so my personal opinion when it comes to uh, relationships uh, that has no ring. Is there a label? I truly feel like that's all depending on what you two are looking for in a relationship because you have plenty of people that are out here with no ring, no marriage, and they still make it work. I just feel like at what point are you going to stop being boyfriend slash girlfriend? Um, isn't this something that you want more out of something? Um and be honest with people. If you're looking for someone just to sleep with, tell them that's what you're looking for. If you're looking for someone with future potential of getting married, let them know as well. Because I feel like that's what happens in these long-term relationships with no marriage. is because it has never been spoken about. Mm. No one's saying what is it that they're looking for. So everyone gets comfortable. And like you've mentioned, Elaine, you know, then the girl just like, you know what, I'm just going to play my role and, you know, play my part. Then maybe he's going to decide to. Then on the other hand, he's probably feeling like that's not what she wants. She's comfortable with what's going on. And mm. this is why you have to speak up the first time, maybe not the first date, but eventually before you guys go get shacked up into a an apartment, a house or whatever, you need to have these type of conversations to avoid some of these situations. Right. It's not worth it. You know, we are getting older and sometimes, you know, it might not be what you want at that moment, but then you realize like, damn, this is exactly what I want. I want to be with this person. I'm in love with this person. I'm willing to make it work. 
So what do you do? You speak your truth. You speak your mind. Let them know what it is that you're looking for and what is it that you truly want. And I promise everything will be okay. And even if it doesn't work out with this person, that just means that was not the person for you. And guess what? You didn't waste all those years on someone that you thought that you was going to marry. You know, so... Open up your mouth. Tell people what is it that you want. Because you can't be mad at nobody else but yourself. And that sucks when you have to be mad at yourself. So let's be truthful out here and let's speak our minds just like you do every other day in your life. And that's what I got to say. So um, definitely, you know... We've had a good time. Thank you so yes. much, Elaine. Don't let it be another 10 years before you come back to the oh, Love Jones show. It'd it be years. too long. Cut it no, It'd be, it be too, too I long. Know. I know. I know. She has not been here. And I'm going to go back in my camera and I'm going to find out. I'm going to look at some pictures. I know it's been a hot minute since the last time she's been here, honestly. Yeah, you know you my girl. You know I love sliding out here with you. I yes, it's always a great time. Um, I'm looking forward to the next time. I'm so proud of you with everything that you're doing. I love how you're posting. You know, you're showing us the behind the scenes of what you got going on. Yes. And people like that because they're connecting with you. Right. You know, and that's great. You want to show them the work, too. Right. Right. Know? Correct. And mm-hmm. it's showing, like, damn, this girl is real. This girl is consistent. This is this is content that people need to see. You know, but Instagram be hating and stuff. So anyhow, so what we gonna do? Get TikTok, so they say. <laughs> okay. uh, I can't keep up with all these social medias at this given point. But you guys Pretty go out and too. see Elaine the Poet Saturday, April sixteenth. April sixteenth. Make sure you get your tickets. Hit her up, Elaine the Poet. It's actually Elena. She always called me Elaine, Sorry, y'all. Sorry, damn. She be like, Elaine, Elaine. Oh, e- it's Elena with an A on the end, y'all. Okay, Elena the Poet, you guys. Yes. Make sure. How long I've been calling you that and you never Forever. said nothing? But you never told me. Oh, my God. I probably did, child. You don't forgot. No, I would have corrected myself because people be calling me Shay. And I'm like, listen, it's not Shay. It's Shy. So uh, I know the feeling. Right. Correct. <laughs> Correct. No. Oh, my goodness. No. Yeah. But it's cool because you know it ain't a big deal. It's just because if people go to looking for me, I want them to be able to spell it right. But I don't really okay. mind calling me that. Elena, mm-hmm. the poet. Correct. Okay, you guys, make sure you do that. And this is the Love Jones Show. This is every Wednesday night right here on ExcitementRadio.com. Anytime you miss a show, feel free, you know, check out my streaming platforms on um, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Google Play, just to name a few. Type in Shy Will, Love Jones Show. You'll definitely get that. And, you know, follow the Love Jones Show page on all social media. That's L-O-V-E-J-O-N-E-S-S-H-O-W. And make sure you guys go get your tickets. Correct. Go get your tickets. Please, and thank y'all. you so much, girl. And mm-hmm. I appreciate you being here. Yes. And we made it happen. Yes, we did. To another 10 years before I see her, oh, you guys. Cut it out. <laughs> did I tell you to change that mindset? That's why you ain't got no man. Ah, no, she didn't. What's <laughs> mm, <aside>. that? <laughs> Not that I'm looking, but it's okay. He's going to find you. He find a wife. He find a good thing. He's going to find you. Oh, you're so sweet. Look at her being nice. I'm telling you the truth. You guys, thank you again so much. It's the Love Jones Show. And we'll 
see you next week, girl. Can you say Love Jones with me? Love Jones. Oh, I like that. <laughs> All right. I want my own um, poem, by the way, okay? Okay, let's I do it. I would love that. You guys have a great night. Yes. Good night.